0: You are listening to another Always Moto production. So you picked up a new bike. Where do you start with the adjustments and setup? What parts should you get for it? What about your riding gear? Which gear do you actually need? Don't stress, the Always Moto inspected podcast starts now. That's right, Moto fans, it's inspection time. Get out your microscope, tape measure, and tire gauge. It's the Always Moto Inspected Podcast. Today on the show, we are going to be going into the night. This is our review that we've been doing on fullnoise.com.au, all about riding in the dark with your motorbike. Uh, we've got um, some products from Moto3D, which are a bike-mounted LED headlight. We've also got some products from Clean Skin, which is a mountain bike product. Uh, they create some really cool LED uh, mounted lights that we we are using it from a helmet mounted point of view but from the mountain bike guys uh, they would mount them on their bike and their helmets potentially depending on their use and we've been lucky enough to have a few of these products uh, that we've been able to then put on our bike put on our helmet uh, and go out in the middle of the night and try and ride single track and see how it all worked out uh, it's been a pretty crazy uh it, you know inspection to do. I was a little bit nervous about doing it when I came up with the idea between me and a mate. Uh, but he talked me into it. I've reached out to these guys and they were great enough to jump on board and send out the product, which was fantastic. And then you know we obviously started testing. So we we, we had you know no issues with mounting this stuff up uh, and getting going. We roll out the shed, you know, into the dark and I'm like, how's this gonna go? I've only ever had a stock headlight on. It's lit up absolutely nothing you know, you're a bit worried how much light's going to be put out, are you going to be able to see enough stuff, you roll out of the shed and, and holy crap, these things really work. They're amazingly bright, they put out a lot of light. Even in the smallest um, options that we had available to us on their lower settings, you can still get by, you can still see what you need to see to get, you know, out on the track, get dirty, get fast. Um, do some training in the night if you run out of time during the week. Uh, it's a great way to you know just be able to enjoy that motorbike more often. You know, we have these bikes that sit in the shed for so long because you know we get tied up with work and kids and And other commitments um, or lockdown you know and you can't go anywhere and then you know you strap these lights on and all of a sudden you've got 24 hours in a day that you could actually go out riding your bike uh, rather than just 12. so you find some you know ability to get your bike out more often which is why we have them we want to ride and we don't want them sitting in the shed we want to actually use them and this is a great way to actually just make them more useful more often so we're going to run through the products we're going to talk to you about some general points that we reckon you should pay attention to when you're you know trying to prepare for or, or go on your first or second or you know 10th night ride um, there's been some things that we found out that we wanted to pass on so let's get to it um, first point of all of this just generally speaking more light is more light um, the bigger the power the light, you know, there's more light in front of you, you can see more. Now, more light is not always necessarily good more light, um, and also that those bigger lights that put out more light also come with some other downfalls in terms of weight, size, um, you know, a bulky battery packs, etc. So they're not always necessarily the best option for you, and that's something you, you personally have to work out with, is is how long you want to ride for what type of tracks you want to ride and then you can then nut down from this information which one of these options is best for you. Um, longer rides you're going to need the bigger you want to have the bigger lights because it's it's mentally draining looking into these these um, you know these rides with the lights you're trying to pick up every little thing that you can so you don't crash obviously so the more light that would be on a longer longer ride means more draining longer ride I would put more light into it so you didn't have to look as hard but then you also need the bigger battery to go with that, so that's why those bigger lights would be a better option. If you're just doing sort of an hour, um, and that's enough for you, um, then any of the lights that don't have the big bulky battery packs, um, you know, and smaller weights would be fantastic. They all work. Um, the next thing with that then. We, we we had so clean skin products, the duo 2200 lumen light, which is a separate uh, light with a cable that goes to a battery pack that you've got to carry. That's what we're saying about that some of these things, you know, for a shorter ride aren't necessarily great options, but from a longer ride, when you've got a Camelback on um, and you can stick that battery pack straight in your backpack of the Camelback there, no problems. Um, but I would not be running that battery pack on a Moto setup where it's attached to your helmet and having to carry that uh, battery pack on your person or strapped to your armor or something because it's a big bulky sort of if you crunched up your fist, it's about that size and you're gonna have that sitting externally on your, you know, your arm or your chest or, or, or on an arm if you strap to your arm or something. So if you crash, that big bulky battery pack is gonna get jammed into your ribs or into your arm or wherever you've mounted it. And you know, potentially that's a that's a whole nother issue really. Like it's potential for big issue in terms of a crash, broken bone, puncturing a lung if that's where you've popped it. Um, so it's it's something that I would only use if I had the Camelback on. I would strap put it into the Camelback because then at least it's in that section. There's a the potential that the bladder of the water, you know, for the Camelback, uh, could mold around it in a crash scenario. You know, it might be a little bit softer that way. So, just something to consider when you're making an option in those helmet-mounted lights from Clean Skin. Now, we also mounted these helmet-mounted lights from Clean Skin. They're GoPro mounted. Um, setup which is fantastic for us moto guys because obviously lots of us are probably already going to have a GoPro um, or at least have an old mount from an old GoPro that you can stick straight on your helmet uh, and and connect these lights straight up and go but most of the GoPros put them on obviously on top of the visor on top of the helmet so they stick up and out now for us enduro guys are going to be riding on fire roads and, and single tracks with trees and branches if you've ever had a GoPro on the top of your helmet and ducked under a branch, you know that that's not a fantastic idea because that thing will get hooked. It either rips the the thing off your off your helmet, or it just really reefs your neck back um, and potentially rips you off the bike and you know whole another issue. So what I did in this one, just to protect the the, the light unit, protect my neck, uh, and potentially the you know not not have to lose it in the middle of the night. I mounted it on the underside of my visor. Now, if you check out our Instagram, you'll see some photos of that. Um, but I put it on the underside of the visor so it was basically inside of my helmet part so that I could, you know, wasn't going to catch it on a branch. I wasn't going to catch it if I fell off. It's all inside of a, you know, it's in the inner part of the of the helmet there. It does sit in top of your, your view a little bit and your goggles have to sort of, you have to be a little bit more careful with how you put your goggles on. But it's, once you're in the in the riding mode after a couple minutes You don't even notice that thing just in top of your view You're actually looking past it, below it and 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 straight out and you're not looking up So it doesn't really impede you at all. So it's I found that that was the best spot to put it um, Safest for you and for it. Um, so that's you know big tip for us is to pop that on under, under the underside of the helmet and our visor there Now do you need a helmet mounted light and a bike light or do you just have the bike light now? If you're just riding fire road and you're going to stay flat, keep the bike, both wheels on the ground, you could get away with just the bike light. But if you're going to have any sort of, you know, silly moments or just attack a hill or just want to pull a wheelie every once in a while, you're going to need both. Because what happens when you go pull that wheelie and the bike-mounted light is now pointing at the sky? There's nothing but black in front of you. You can't see the track. It gets real sketchy. Um, and it's very easy to make a mistake at that point because you don't have anything that you're looking at and you can run off the track and that's a whole whole can of worms you don't want to get involved with. So my, high, my best recommendation for you is to have a helmet mounted and a bike mounted light so that when your bike is pointing up or even when you're cornering and your, your bike isn't quite all the way around the corner because it's a sharper corner, it's in a u-turn or at least a 90 degree corner your helmet light is going to go with your head and where your vision wants to naturally go, which is around the corner or straight ahead if you're doing a wheelie. It's not going to be looking up. It's not going to be you know following the bike. It's going to create that second point of light so that you can actually see where you're going and see the next part of the track, which the bike light is only going to do when it's pointing forwards flat, both wheels on the ground. So yeah, definitely, definitely very worthwhile getting the two lights. It's it's super important to have both lights. Now, the Moto three three D lights. Um, they're super bright. Um, they you know they cover a lot of area. Um, and in terms of adjusting them, so. On your standard headlight you'll have a little um, slot at the bottom of your stock headlight and the Moto3D lights have that as well and that allows you to tilt the light forwards or back which basically raises and lowers the beam as it's coming out of the bike. Now because these lights put out so much light I found that I just had it at the very bottom setting and, and you know did it up there. I didn't need to tilt it up because there was so much light coming out it, it, it was fine. Um, so. Adjust for yourself, but I found I didn't need to put it anywhere, but low Um, It was super easy to do at that point and see everything I needed to see because there's just so much light coming out of these things It's ridiculous Now goggle prep Don't be a goose guys and going out into the middle of the night with a tinted lens on We were using the X-Brand lucid goggles um, from our past inspections during this one as well and Look clear lens is a minimum Right, the clear lens has to be the minimum thing that you put into there when you're going at night, so you're not darkening things for no reason, having a tinted lens. Um, but for me personally, the X brand, X brand, and the Lucid model, um, you can get LA, uh, LED. You can get yellow night lenses, um, which I popped in and made a massive difference. It just again it brightened the whole scenario for me, which. Um, made it just even easier to see which was great uh, but don't don't run anything like tear offs or roll offs or zip offs depending on what your goggle brand calls them they create points for the light to bounce off of and create reflections and just make it hard to see out of at night so just get rid of all the tear offs and the, and the roll offs you don't need them if it's that muddy you probably probably shouldn't be riding at night anyway um, and just have a clear lens or a yellow lens and, and that's it. That's all you need. It's super easy to do. The tracks that you're going to ride on. Now, for me, I found it super important to know the trail to some degree and probably have ridden it in the last one to two weeks so that I knew that the track was generally clear. I knew roughly where the bigger issues or hazards were, as in a hole, a log, or, or you know, a branch down or something like that. And just so that I knew roughly how long the course was going to take, so that, oh, and somebody's calling me. Nothing like an interruption or a phone call when you're trying to do a podcast. Anyway, back to the single track talks uh, for the into the night. So yes, planning your ride ahead. Um, you want to know what's on the trail. You want to know that there's a rough time of how long this ride is going to take you so that you can pick the right option in terms of your helmet mounted lights because they're all battery based and they all have got sort of a rough time Um, time period that they'll work for on those different settings Um, and if you're obviously trying to use the full power of each one you're only going to have sort of an hour to three maybe a little bit longer maybe a little bit shorter depending on how much you charged it how old it is etc but yeah pick out you need to pick out which one is going to suit you the best in those in sense of how long the ride's going to be um and for the night time rides look an hour to two is heaps uh you will get mentally tired from it from paying attention to all those little bits and bobs on the track that you would normally just see and not even worry about but because you can barely you can you know sort of sometimes barely see them because they're on the edge of the track sometimes they're right in front of you and just maybe just a shadow over it um, from the way your light's coming at it, the angle um you're paying a lot more attention to these things so it does tire you out so an hour to two is a is a mega ride in the night time Um, and, but then in that sense, then all your helmet lights will cover you, no worries in that sense. If you're doing longer, you might need to look at the bigger battery pack ones from like the duo two, 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 zero, zero, uh, lumen light, but moving on, um, now, yeah. And then obviously all those lights, um, have, uh, the mount that the clean skin lights, they all mount with, uh, via the GoPro, which we mentioned previously, which makes them super easy to change over as well. Now, we're going to get a bit specific here, guys. So the Moto3D standard lights, um, they're easily installed. They fit straight into your stock standard uh, headlights, around your plastic. Um... For me, I had to use uh, I had a 2017 uh, 300 exc, so it's two stroke. It's um, not the right um, DC or AC. It had to be converted, so I needed a rectifier, which came was easily ordered um, in as part of my order because it recognizes it on the Motor 3D website that you need that. That was just a fifty dollar extra um, to, to on top of the light, so that you had that rectifier there. Um, the standard light has two beam types, um, and it. Didn't really matter too much, um, you know what type of trail you're on. It just it worked, but it, it helped spread the light a little bit better. Those two beam types. It's fairly lightweight and it's smaller in size compared to the the high powered option. And look on the on the two stroke, the older two stroke being carbide and and um, and that side of things, it 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 worked better than the high powered option. The the carby bikes don't have the same um, and even the four strokes are you know the right current type, doesn't need the rectifier, they also have a bigger um, electrical system and they are able to sustain their power outputs much better. The carby rated bikes, you know, when you had the high-powered option, when the bike got low on the revs, you'd occasionally get that little dimmy sort of look to the light, and when you'd rev it up it'd brighten back up again. And that's just something that the older type bike um is going to do on any of these sorts of lights but so the the newer um, four strokes and the newer tsp type bikes the better option is the high power one um it just it's just going to give you more light but for the older older bikes the carby bikes the two strokes definitely the standard light would be my go-to it's also a little bit cheaper it's a little bit lighter a little bit smaller fits in pretty good um but it works just as well. Yes, there's a tiny bit less light, but on the trail, on on the tight single tracks, this works just fine, it's it's really good. Now, for the high-powered option, yes, a lot of light, and I mean a lot. There's heaps of light for this thing. Um, On single tracks and tight trails, it was really good. I saw everything I needed to see. It was barely any different to riding at daytime. Yes, obviously outside of the light, it's pitch black dark. So that makes you realize you're still in the dark. Um, but it was it was super good. Um, again, like I said, on the, on the two-stroke model, it probably wasn't working to its fullest output because of that when the revs would drop, it would dim a little bit, which is why I think that standard one's better. But the high power on all those newer model bikes, the TSPs, the four-strokes, this thing will be super good for you. It's a little bit more expensive, it's a little bit more weight and it's a little bigger in the back of the body, so behind the headlight, which just means you just have to be a little bit careful when you're putting the headlight onto the bike that all those cables that are there at the front of the bike and, and in the in the triple clamp area there in front of the frame, you've just gotta make sure you give yourself a little bit of space and, and maybe just move a couple of little bits of those cables as to where they're running. You don't necessarily have to cable tie them out of the way or anything, but just, just be careful that it all fits in neatly. Um, and then're not pushing it putting any pressure on anything when you're pushing it back on um, and nothing's touching up against it too hard um, so that you're not shorting something else out or breaking something else when it's rubbing as, as you're riding along um, we didn't have any issues with that we just paid you know pretty pretty good attention to it when we put it on um, made sure everything was sort of free and loose and out of the way and it was perfect um, but it's just something to pay attention to when you're putting that that onto the bike there guys Um and again, look, either one of those two bike-mounted options from Moto3D, you can't go wrong with them, really. like You're going to see heaps. Um, just I would think think about whether you've got a two-stroke or a four-stroke, and then if you've got a two-stroke, whether it's a TSP or a Carby, and that would be where I'd fall. Um, there's not much price difference in these. There's a, you know, a few dollars in it, um, but in all honesty, either one's going to do a great job. But if I've got a new bike, I'm probably going to get the high-powered option. If I've got a Carby bike, I'm definitely getting the standard option. Moving on to our clean skin lights. So we've got the, let's get cap off with the lowest power one first. We've got the thousand lumen light. It's our number three of three out of the the lights that we had here. Um, It's super lightweight, it's super small. It fits perfectly under your visor. Um, It's got a nice little three light um, battery charge display, but it's nice and compact and the battery lights display is there, but it's only a three light display. When you get onto that last light, you don't know if you've got a minute, 10 or 20 or or, or longer to go because you've got no idea how much juice is left with that one light there. Ideally, it's a third, you know, it's 33%. But after a while, it's still only lit up with one light, how much is then left. You don't know whether you're gonna run out of light straight away and I didn't like that aspect of it. But other than that, this thing works super well. Um, It's really central based light uh, it doesn't spread heaps far, but it's it's obviously off your head, off your helmet. It's lighting up exactly where you're looking, so it's it's perfect in that sense. Now the Duo 2200 lumen light is my number two, and it's my number two for a couple of reasons. Yes, it's the brightest. Yes, the actual light itself that sits on your helmet is the smallest and lightest weight but I don't like the cable, and I don't like the battery pack from a moto point of view. If you're on a mountain bike, I think it's perfectly fine, because when you mount it on your bike, on your handlebar, the the big battery pack is gonna just get strapped to your top tube. It's no worries, who cares? Or if you're using it on your helmet on a mountain bike, the mountain bike helmets have big gaps that you can put your fingers through, and you can strap the battery pack to the back of that helmet, You don't even notice it. The cable stays all on top of your helmet. You can unclip your helmet, take it off. Nothing's in the way. It's all just attached to your helmet. For the Moto, because our helmets don't have any gaps in them, we have to then basically run the the cord or the lead from the light um, under the visor through the visor down the back of the helmet. And I have to tape it down so it wouldn't catch on anything. And then you have to then carry the battery pack in like a Camelback or in a backpack. And you have to plug it in. Now, once you've plugged it in, if you leave the top of your, your, your Camelback open a tiny bit so the lead's not tight in there, as you turn your head, it moves, right? It moves. It's okay. You don't notice it. But the problem is when you go to then take your helmet off, you've got to disconnect the lead. And when you go to put it back on, trying to dis, trying to connect the lead yourself is a little bit difficult. Um, and it's just awkward. And you're trying to reach around and you've got to your gear on and you can't quite turn your shoulders the same way you normally would because you've got your chest protector on or something like that. It just makes it a bit uncomfortable. Um, And then on the flip side of that, if you didn't have a Camelback and you're strapping this battery, battery pack to your armor or to your arm or something like that, you're just getting a really bad chance of putting a hole in yourself with a battery pack, basically, or breaking a bone or puncturing a lung or something like that. So it's great, I think it's great if you're using a Camelback all the time for your night ride, this thing works, it's perfect. Great, go ahead, jump in. It's got the most light, you're gonna see heaps. Um, it's also got a great battery life because of that battery pack, but it definitely needs to have the battery pack in your Camelback. And you also then need to consider about taping down the lead and making the lead connectable and disconnectable at a point that you can reach, uh, which is just on your neck um, or just near your neck and the base of the helmet there to make it as easy to use to put your helmet on and off as you can. Now, our number one light my favorite in all of this was the Clean Skin Unite 1800 uh, Lumen LED light. It's now number one, it's a couple of reasons. It's a little bit bigger than the 1000, it's independent, it has no battery or no cable, so it sits there perfectly under your, under your visor. It does take up a little bit more space there, but that is offset by the extra light that it puts out versus the 1000. It also has two very cool features. One is that there's a little LED digital display that you can see on the unit that counts down from from 100 to zero as a percentage of your battery life. So, and because I had this upside down underneath my visor, I could read that digital outlet as we we're riding, so I could tell every single percent as it went, how long it lasts. I could tell that I, what I had left in my in my light, um, and I knew exactly if I could keep riding on the full power or if I had to adjust it down or not. So I really liked that feature; that was super cool. The other cool feature this one has is on the back side of it, it has both one that's charging point, but it also has an output charging point. So if you've got a Another message in this in this uh, podcast. Awesome, I should turn my phone off. And, another, and that other point is so that if you have a lead with you, you can charge your phone off the light, which is super cool and super great safety feature. Say you're out in the middle of your ride, somebody gets injured, you go to pull your phone out and your phone's flat. If you've got the lead, you can plug that thing into that light, charge your phone up, get a call out to somebody to get you some help, which is a super cool idea. Hopefully you never have to use that feature, but I like that it's there. Something that all those sorts of units that have that capability of plugging into and a battery into them, I would love that it all had that sort of feature of being able to charge your phone off it. It's just one of those millennial things, I guess. You you want to you want to live on your phone, so anytime your phone goes flat, you start to panic, you know. <laughs> but that's that's a super cool feature. But mainly, the LED output of the battery was was something I really loved, and the amount of light this thing puts out. That that light coupled with my standard Moto 3D light was my go-to choice um, for for this review, based on my bike and my needs and my riding types. Now, there's one more light in this feature that CleanSkin gave us, and it's an Emit 100 lumen LED tail light. Now, honestly, when they gave it to me as part of the inspection, I really wasn't sure why I needed it. I couldn't think of a good reason to put a tail light on when my bike has a tail light. Now, first ride out. I quickly realized why well, it'd be a good idea. When you ride and your bike is going, yes, your tail light's on. But when you stop on a crest of a hill after climbing a thing or you know, you're just going for a certain amount of time and you want to stop and have a rest and you turn your bike off or your lights go off. Yes, you've got the one still facing off your helmet which you probably can turn off as well when you stop. So there's no way that your mate can see you in the dark. At that last minute, he's gonna run straight into you. So. The little Emit 100 tail light from Clean Skin is a super easy thing. It's just red flashing light. It's got a cute little clip on it that you can clip straight onto the back of your goggles strap, uh, and you put it on the back of your helmet, and you don't even know it's there. And it runs forever. It's got a super good battery life because it's only basically blinking at 100 lumens so it's not super bright it's not going to annoy you while you're riding or your mate while you're riding but it's going to give him your mate behind you just a really good point of where you are um, at all times whether your bike's running or not and and all the other thing is if you fall off down the side of the mountain it's probably the one that's going to be the one that's still flashing the the big led one if you face down in the dirt the the one on the back of the helmet's flashing and they're going to be able to help find you so it's actually super good and super safe um, and very cheap uh, so it's really worth having in the, in the Moto sense. I honestly didn't think I was going to be saying that. I thought it was going to be pointless. The the mountain bike guys stick it on their, their seat tube or seat pole, sorry. Um, and that's just so that cars can see them and people can pick them out as they're riding past as a safety feature. But I didn't see what we'd need it for in the Moto rides. But It's just as simple as that, as putting on your goggle strap. And again, it's a safety feature that you can, just a locating point for you. You can be seen by your mates, especially when you turn your bike off at night. So look, that's, this inspection was super cool, really. Um, That's all of our products. Um, There is something I want to mention quickly that Clean Skin, uh, or two things. Clean Skin products are available at cleanskinmountainbike.com. They're also available on mountain bike websites such as mountainbikedirect.com.au. Um, they're great products. They're an Australian-based company, um, so support Australian, um, Australian-owned brands. The Moto3D guys, it's moto3d.com.au. They are running a discount code as part of this inspection for Always Moto. The discount code is ALWAYS10OFF, so always always one zero o f f that will get you 10 percent off your purchase you'll put that in at your checkout point when you're on the moto3d.com.au website and that's across all of their range so guys get on guys and girls get on there use that uh, code save yourself from some money buy yourself a super bright light um it's and they these guys are australian made as well australian owned partially australian made they're they're um black surround uh, that the light is sitting in is a 3D printed um, piece that they do in-house in Victoria some of the light components are Australian products as well some of them aren't unfortunately they couldn't get all those things sorted out but generally speaking they're an Australian company again so support local Um, it's great that they're in the in the field and, and trying to trying to make something for themselves which is great but um, look, in general speaking, night riding was cool. It was super cool. Um, it was way different for me. I'd never done it before. I wasn't sure what to expect when I started, um, but I had a really good time doing it. It was a really great way to learn some new skills. Do use your bike more often. Just do something different on your motor that you've probably never done before and might never do You know, too often. But look, it's something that everyone should try at some point. If you've got the ability to do it, even if you don't right now, get some of these products um, and, and go to the forest and, and park and go and ride, it, it's, it's well worth doing. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. And look, probably enjoyed it so much just due to the fact that these products that I used worked so damn well. It was really easy to do, I, did, I didn't I did have to do any wiring, nothing, I just plugged them in, I just attached them, I stuck a couple of bits of Velcro on or a, or a double-sided tape sticky GoPro thing on and I could clip everything on and I could bolt my headlight back on and just use the existing holes, I didn't have to modify anything so it was super easy to do. The headlight looks fantastic, the, the Clean Skin Mountain Bike lights are super easy to use and charge, uh, it's just like charging your phone. I can't recommend it enough, guys. Look, honestly, it it was it was so fun. Um, I'm hoping that's coming across that you should try it. Um, use these products from Clean Skin and Moto 3D. Use the discount code to save yourself some money, and, and then just go enjoy your bike, guys and girls. Um, that's what you bought it for in the first place. Just you just found another way to enjoy it even more. All right, guys. Um, that's it for today's podcast. Thanks for listening. I uh, hope you get something out of it. If you have any questions feel free to email us or direct message us. Our email is alwaysmodo2019 at gmail.com um, or you can direct message us on Instagram. We're always.modo. Um, so feel free to get in touch. You might have some other questions. Um, you know, um, Send them through to us. We can answer and we'll, we'll chat with you guys. Happy to do so. Subscribe to our podcasts on your favorite podcast uh, app um, so that you can keep in touch with these next ones that we're going to be putting out. Um, Also, remember there's the Emergency Department podcast as well, which is about the AMA Supercross and Motocross guys and their injuries. But thanks for listening, guys. Um, For now, that's it. Um, Go out, get out, get out, get dirty, um, get on your bikes and ride.